Eternal Dirtles is a Hipsters of the Coast podcast sponsored by Paragon City Games and Cast Haven. You can find out more at patreon.com slash eternaldirtles. Welcome to Eternal Dirtles. I'm your host, Zach Clark, and with me as always is Nathan Golia. Nate, how's it going, man? Pretty good. How was your uh, wedding, and how have you been uh, since then? It's been a couple weeks. It was a lot of fun. Uh, sorry we took a, we took a bit of a hiatus to, to kind of uh, get back into shifting gear into normal life again after the wedding, but uh, yeah, it was, it was a blast. Uh, I had a lot of fun. There was a lot of dancing, a lot of... Uh, a lot of a lot of uh, part-time magicians showed up as well, which was kind of nice. <laughs> nice, uh, yeah. Yeah, it was it was a good time. Yeah, I'm sorry I couldn't make it. I saw the pictures as it was happening and felt kind of bad, but you know, it's such a long trip. And you know, of course, like we we came back from your wedding and then we realized it was like Thanksgiving. Yeah, oh, <laughs> so God, uh, like and then there was that time we never time to record really. So yeah, that was it's been it's been a really I didn't expect November to be such a monster, but. Uh, yeah, it's just that just happens, I guess. You know, like it's it's always tough getting back into the swing of things after after like a small vacation. But uh, but here we are, we're back. Yeah, I had to. Uh, I was my car inspection for Utah is due at the end of November, and I just realized that's tomorrow. So oh God, I have to take it is, tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> I couldn't believe how fast it went. This month went by. Um, did you have you, have you played any magic since I... you? Uh... I did so uh, after after the wedding, the weekend after the wedding. I, I need to you know I need to get out of the house. Slash, Victoria was probably just sick of seeing me around all the time. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I I went over to Twenty Side Store and they were having an Iconic Masters draft, and uh, I I had one of those rare opportunities uh, where I've played the format and no one else has. So oh yeah, because of Hascon. Yeah, because of Hascon. So uh, I, you know, I tend to excel in that sort of uh, in that sort of format where I have more knowledge than anybody else. Like if if uh, Nate, if we were to grab eight random people and do a Mercadian Masks draft right now, I'd kill them. It'd be over. Oh well, you'd kill me. That was actually. <laughs> the, I think that was the last set I ever drafted. That's yeah. not true. But it was the it was it was the only draft I had played until the first Modern Masters. I drafted oh, that, yeah. and then I have. I've, so those are the two drafts I've done in my life. Yeah, I think uh, <laughs> the last time I had a situation like that, it was the um the like uh not Scars of Mirrodin, but like OG Mirrodin draft uh, twenty seven yeah. like a flashback draft, and I I went I went three zero. I just completely crushed everybody because it was like. One of those weird times where I jumped into the game and like spent tons of money playing the game and then like just disappeared from the game after that. But like nobody else had any experience with Mirrodin, so uh, you know. I only, I only remember that my last draft was uh, in it was Mercadian Mask Block because I drafted a Blastoderm. Whoa. I think that was my first pick. <laughs> I think I remember this like. Did I draw my blaster during this game? That was at Millennium yeah, Games amazing. in Rochester, so shout out to uh, Millennium Games. But so you play Iconic Masters? You pull anything Legacy awesome? I, I did. So I pulled. I, I pulled a lot. I pulled several Mythics. Um, not nothing that was like Legacy like amazing, but my deck was ridiculous. My deck was yeah. uh, was Black White Life Gain, and you know, and, and at, 
the local community magic community we have a thing called team draft league and um for the last few years we you know you represent yourself with a card for like figuring out where you sit uh at every team draft league and i think they might have to change mine from zach clark dirtle magus which was like a a gift that victoria uh victoria's my wife by the way uh victoria bought me uh one year she made me a planeswalker card that looked like venser but had my face on it um, and that was the card I've been using uh, in, in, uh, in the uh, Kadar Matt Jones studio uh, to, as my placeholder. But I think after uh, this weekend, um, Nick Forker and Zach uh, Barish can attest to the fact that I might have to become Tavern Swindler. Tavern Swindler. That's tap, pay three life if you w- and flip a coin. And if you win, you gain six. So, have, so a little, have a little credit for knowing your return to Ravnica career. Yeah, or, yeah. That, uh, that card was like an okay card in Return to Ravnica, but like not great. It was just like here's a two two, um, which was fine, but occasionally like its ability is relevant. Um, but so anyhow, I I drafted this amazing like I had two uh, Sarah Ascendants, I had several like Child of the Knights, uh, but th- I got all these like crazy good payoff cards like. Uh, Sanguine Blood, and yeah. uh, what's called uh, Angelic Accord, and there was like, it was just, it was a really ridiculously good, like, I don't think I've ever drafted a more coherent, like, build around me style, like, ma- magic deck ever, and uh, it was just, it, it was like, just a pleasure to play, and it had to be brutal for my, I mean, I know Nick Nick Forker took it in stride, but geez, that, that had to be so rude. To like at the so what happened was I had out uh I had out Angelic Accord I had out Sanguine Blood and I had out uh Path of Bravery and I also had Path like Bravery. Path of Bravery is is basically Crusade if you're over uh your starting life total and every creature that oh, you have yeah, yeah, gains you one life so um I had a uh, Seeker of the Way and like a one one. Uh, the one one was a uh, a Sarah ascendant, and so I'm like, okay, well I'll cast a spell so that when I attack, uh, I'll I'll have gained a total of four life uh, with uh, with the angelic accord, right? So uh-huh. of course uh, Nick blocks and kills my uh, Sarah ascendant before I can get to twenty life, so that it's not or twenty like plus life, so that it's not like gonna kill him in a turn or two, and um, he he blocks the. Uh, what's called Seeker of the Way as well. So both of my creatures die, but at the end of turn, I get an angel. Awesome, right? And and he yeah. lost, like, a you know a few life points because of the Sanguine Blood. Um, so the next next turn comes, I draw Butcher's Glee. And I'm like, whoa, that's that's seven damage in the air with Butcher's Glee. Then I realize I have Sanguine Butcher's Blood, that's 14 Glee. damage in the air with, with uh, Sanguine Blood. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. Well, I swing in and attack, and, um, and I also play a... Uh, Tavern brawl, a tavern swindler, and um, you know, I, I put him Jeez. down to I put him down to six. I pass turn. He says go. During during my turn, I go, I go okay. Well, I guess I'll flip a coin and see if I kill you <laughs> with the tavern swindler <laughs> because then yeah. I just like swing six light points, and indeed I did. So uh, it, it was just like a really weird uh, and very fun dra- uh, draft deck to play. Um, like I said, easily the best draft deck I've 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 probably ever drafted at any point in time. So I wonder with Tavern Swindler, can you play it with Death Shadow and then like when the coin is in the air, <laughs> say like you know just a random word 
you'll lose the flip and then you just lose six life. Well, yeah, I, I guess. Uh, I, uh, I it mean, just we says if using... you lose the flip, it doesn't say you have to try to win. Yeah, we were using dice, so it was like an odd or even thing. But Nick handed me the die and was like, I don't want anything to do with this. You roll the die, you call it. I, I don't want nothing to do with this. Um, so, yeah, I think Tavern Swindler is, is my new, uh, my new like, go-to, like, that's that's the card that represents me as a person magic card. Jeez, so Sanguine Bond was just reprinted. That's one you had. And the other card in that, the, uh, the reverse card is Exquisite Blood, which is apparently $17. Yeah. Exquisite Blood is so, the one that, like, what is it? Anytime your opponent loses life, you gain life? Yeah, so then I guess what happens, it's an infinite loop right oh, yeah yeah exactly you they lose you gain you gain they lose you lose again so like you just like have to play like a touch of death or whatever that card is from ice age or <laughs> where they lightning lose bolt one, them you gain or one. anything you're yeah. both them yeah 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 um must be an edh combo oh it is Ooh, that's yeah. a good it's a two enchantments though we'll talk we'll get to that in a second yeah <laughs> um <laughs> i have played a couple i've played a little bit of magic i haven't played a ton with the holiday and some business travel and stuff but um, so I played a pox deck. I had talked about smallpox on here, just thinking like you know maybe smallpox would be good, mm-hmm. and it wasn't. <laughs> but the only thing it, the only thing it did well was play uh, bitter blossom and ensnaring bridge at the same time. So uh, and of course that works like you just draw your card for the turn, you attack with the bitter blossom tokens over their gourmet gangler, and then you play the card, and they still can't attack with the gourmet gangler. So I had that going for me, and I, I won a couple of games with that. Though you know of course like. I was playing Spox, and, like, round one, I played against Storm, and I just, like, I, he had, like, no hands or lands or anything, so I won. I was like, this is going to be great. Then I played Grixis against uh, Checkpile, rather, with and got that combo out in game one, but in the rest of the other two games, he just managed to, like, you know, stay ahead of one step ahead. Then I played against, like, a Bant Blade deck with Noble Hierarch and okay. Umizawa's Jite, which rendered my ensnaring bridge completely worthless <laughs> so he'd like get his noble hierarch put the gta on it attack with a zero power creature right under my bridge it was just terrible so uh so yeah then i dropped but i was like well what can i do with this combo and i settled on fairies mm-hmm. and i think we'll post a deck in the show it's not really a fairies deck like i just like well i've got bitter blossom and i guess i'll play spell stutter sprite um but i really wanted to play ensnaring bridge you know, and not, like, more fairies. I played Mute Vaults, I played Cavern of Souls, I, and then I'm playing four Snapcasters. So really, like, because all the relevant uh, fairies are also wizards. Yeah. Uh, Vendillion Click's a wizard. Even I think Pestermite's even a wizard. Uh, not that I'm playing Pestermite. Rogue. He's a rogue. Pestermite's a rogue? Yeah. Um, but anyways, I don't have Pestermite in my deck, but I was just thinking of things I could do with this deck over the past couple weeks. Um, so I I built the deck, and... I took it to a weekly and basically like a blue black, you know, sort of fairies tempo deck with uh, with this ensnaring bridge, bitter blossom, GTA combination, mm-hmm. um, plus the spell slider sprites, plus cavernous souls on wizard, and just like all the cheap interaction, thought seeds, fatal push, all the cantrips, spell snare, you know. Yeah. Things to flash back with Snapcaster. And it's been good. Like it's been good. I uh, I forget when I played the first week. I remember I lost to Grix's Delver, like on the Paragon City Games stream, which kind of sucked. Like, I might have <laughs> won a game, but, like, I drew... I was like, well, I just got to stick a Bitter Blossom, and he just, like, managed to counter both of them, <laughs> which kind of sucked. Um, 
Like Bitter Blossom is really good, especially right now. For like somehow, it's just like super good. Um, just like there's a lot of point removal, and even like the new miracles, like you know, they're something you can like like sort of uh, Harry Jace with a uh, with a with a Bitter Blossom is is pretty good. So I went two and one uh, the first week. I don't remember what my wins were. I just remember the loss, of course. And then I took it again to another weekly and went three and zero. <laughs> and I'm like. I'm like, all right, well, I'll probably, I'll probably be the last time I play this deck. Like, it's probably not very good, but it's been, it's good. It's been pretty good, and um, I'm, I'm gonna keep working on it. I'm gonna play it again on Friday, I think. Uh, I, I, I need, to, I kind of like haven't really looked at my paper cards in a while. I've been sort of playing a little Magic Online and uh, doing some other stuff around the house. Yeah. Um, and so I haven't really like gotten a chance to like really dig in and like see what might be good because I don't really love my sideboard. Um, but um. But you know, it's it's uh, the deck is interesting, and I and I really it's just fun. Like, you know, Ensnaring Bridge is just one of those cards that just like people just like can't beat it, but they feel like they should be able to, but they then they realize they can't like way too late. Yeah, I played against uh, my friend was playing a uh, Stoneblade. Um, this is this in the second uh, in the second weekly I took this too, and like it, w- it was like he was like Jace bouncing my Bitter Blossom tokens, just like trying to find an answer. It's so, like I'd lose one life. He'd like Jace bounce it because he couldn't. Otherwise, I would like strap a GTA to it and go nuts. So I had like a GTA, Bitter Blossom, and Ensnaring Bridge. And like he had a Jace on like seven counters. And like he's like, well, this sucks, but I think it's right. And he would just like kept bouncing my Bitter Blossom tokens <laughs> until uh, hoping that one of us, like Kusi, who would draw out of it first, um, to withdraw that horrible situation first, and I, I guess I must have. I think I might have like gotten a spell stutter sprite or something to stop his uh, attempt to remove my uh, ensnaring bridgeman or like council's judgment or something. Um, so uh, and then got the GTA on that, and then you know his Jace was dead. Yeah. Um, so like that was kind of fun. I forget what else I played. I, was playing, I played against uh, Death and Taxes and one. What's the other deck I played against? I don't remember. If it was a combo deck or not, but, but but yeah, I don't know. I tried. I've thought of a bunch of different ideas with like trophy mage to find your ensnaring bridge, and I don't know. It's just kind of tight right now, so I'm gonna keep going with the main deck. But the sideboard needs a lot of work. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I don't know. Legacy fairies. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Fatal push makes a lot of decks workable. <laughs> like a random ton of decks just become like workable because you have that one mana, one black mana removal spell. I'm playing go for the throat. Which people like, haven't seen in so long. Oh yeah, that's yeah. that's a that's a card that I play in modern every now and again, and just in uh in gifts because it's like here's another great one mana spell or like two mana spell that just outright kills most creatures. Yeah, I mean like the only artifact creatures that you play are what like Baleful Strix, obviously, but you know that's not such a big deal and you're against Bitter Blossom, like just attack into it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, like Charlotte's agent's not really around. I'm, I'm really struggling to think of another artifact creature. Phyrexian Revoker, I guess, is kind of a big one, but it doesn't really do anything against my deck um, other than GTA. But you know, I can fatal push it. I got four fatal push, one go for the throat. Like, but I, I was just like, I need something to kill a Gurmag Angler if I don't have a fatal, or, uh, if I don't have an ensnaring bridge down. So I ended up on go for the throat because Victim of Night does not kill Gurmag Angler because it's a zombie fish. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, I mean, you shouldn't be like able to walk walk the plank him either. Technically, 
since he's a fish, but you know, you can. That's a good point. So you can, <laughs> so an island fish Disconius can walk the plank, even though it's bigger than the ship. Yep. Is that the deal? Yep. <laughs> what other fish are there? Are there any other Dan fish Dan? that you played? Dan Dan. Yeah. You can, uh, you can stubber denial. Though, I think Dan Dan is actually a Dan Dan though. Is it? <laughs> it's summon Dan Dan. I mean, I'm sure they've eroded it since then, but in Arabian Nights, it's it's just summon Dan Dan. Creature fish. It is creature fish. Yeah. Okay, I was going to put in. Sorry, now we're on this. We're on the. Now I'm, I need to find it. There are thirty fish. There are thirty. They shouldn't fish. be able to walk the plank, man. That's ridiculous. Is walk the plank a sorcery? Uh, I think it's an instant. I mean, because like bounding Krasis is a fish. Is a fish lizard. There's also a horse fish. Or a uh, seahorse of some kind. No, it's a breaching hippocamp. Yeah, yeah, it's a seahorse. It's a literal seahorse. It's not yeah, an yeah. act. It's not a seahorse. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Electric eel. That's been eroded from eel to fish. I guess we don't need eel and fish, right? Everyone, we're doing this for like next twenty minutes. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> no. I'm like, all right, let's move on to Lord <laughs> of go. Treasure Horn and Feldegriff. Yeah. <laughs> um, I played. I played some. I played like a bunch of. You know, they like have like a friendly level of modern league that's a little cheaper yeah, on yeah. Magic Online. So I just like the only deck I have on Magic Online is my Charter Course Mentor deck. So I just like put a modern version of it together, which is basically like swapping out the lands and uh, like swapping out the cantrips and everything else is pretty much the same. Okay. <laughs> um, and like I, 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 I fired it up and my first round was against Turbo Fog. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I won. I, some, I, I just like. Yeah, like I, 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 he like, um, I don't know. He didn't really like play correctly, but I, I'm sure it was like a brew that he was like noodling with in like the friendly room. Yeah, of course. So I like played, yeah. So I played against like Turbo Fog and then some other stuff. And I, I went forward one. I was like, this is awesome. I've just broken modern. Look at me. And then like every league after that got progressively worse until I ran out of play points. Like, <laughs> I think I like three two two three one four, and then like. O three drop. Ah, <laughs> uh, Magic Online. It's like a reverse Ponzi scheme. It really is. It was. It was a. It was fun. Like Modern's interesting sometimes, is because like there's just so many. There's so much. Yeah. Just yeah. So much like like someone could be up to like any, especially in like the friendly Modern room. People could be up to like anything. You know. Yeah. You really, you really put your, you really get that like false cure test going when like something goes on the stack, and you're like. I don't. This card seems terrible, but they wouldn't play it if it didn't do something horrific. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to counter that. Our uh, thoughts either. Suppose it's got to go. Yeah. Yeah. The number of times I, I like I, it doesn't happen as much in Legacy anymore because I know what's going on. But the number of times I've played like a Legacy match and been like, I don't know what you're doing, but I definitely don't approve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Like that, that. You wouldn't be playing this horrible card, like. If it wasn't, if it didn't see something, you know, broken in the right situation. Yeah, equally rude. <laughs> yeah, right. So, uh, so yeah, you got to counter that. But um, the deck was good against like other blue modern decks, like the Death Shadow decks. Um, and uh, I played against blue, white, red control, and and that was pretty simple. Um, you know, but it was just, and I actually it was it was also good against like Jund. Like I played like actual against actual Jund a couple times. I haven't seen it in a while. Okay. Boy, Fatal Push just, just just destroys that deck though. Like, I mean, oh, yeah. all their Every all creature. their Jesus. Well, they, yeah, they don't have any Delve creatures. They sometimes have like a Kalidus, but then they like will just like tap all their lands to attack with a uh, 
uh, like a man land, and then you just fatal push it. It's just it's so demoralizing. Oh, that's so gross. <laughs> yeah, because like, it's like not non land. <laughs> no, it's not non land. It's destroy target creature. It's just like, yeah. Um, so I beat like Jund and Abzan. Um, the Abzan was pretty close though. They they probably could have won. Um, and you know I had had not won the die roll or something like. But yeah, I just got destroyed by all the like collected company decks and dredge and storm and like. God. But you're like a blue deck without without a <laughs> force of will. Uh, yeah, like decks like that, you're just like, well, I either don't tap out, out or, and you know put no pressure on them and let them draw to their horrific combo. That modern storm deck is pretty crazy. Like, yeah, I'm a big fan. Big fan. <laughs> I was like, okay, well, I'll kill their creatures, but like. I couldn't really stop anything else from happening, yeah. you know. Well, the thing about that deck is that, like, you can when it goes to board, you get to play Apostles Blessing for free to save your dudes. Oh, jeez, yeah, that does work. Yeah, it didn't, it didn't come up. It's super great, like, it, when you're playing it's a deck that's like, oh, I'll just kill their dudes, and you're like, cool. Now that you've wasted your mana and I didn't, I'm gonna go off next turn. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's like I, I extracted his gifts on Givens, and I was like, well, that, that must be pretty good. But like then he just like double manamorphosed into Past and Flames. Yep. And then like double manamorphosed into more mana and cantrips. And I was like, well, I can't, yeah, not do anything about that. He had Increasing Vengeance, like the fork oh, that wow. you play from your graveyard and double yeah, copies yeah. stuff. Yeah. Anyway. Um,. What else? What else have you heard? Well, we're at the end of a banner week for Magic, right? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Man. Um, yeah. Uh, we're not going to talk about that. Yeah. But it's like, so, so disastrous. Um, um, yeah. Uh, it's There's not a lot going on in, in Legacy like this, this month. I think like people kind of just take off for the holidays, you know, like as, as adults uh, who play yeah, right? Magic, you, you're, you're like, yeah, okay, well, you know something's got to give and this is the time of the year that like I have to deal with adult stuff so you know for the most part you know uh, it, speaking of which I organized all of my uh all of my uh eternal staples you know <laughs> like that's yeah that's what my magic really was when I came back from from uh New Hampshire from the for the wedding uh I sat down and went through all of my uh all of my magic cards for uh, for eternal and all of my standard cards too and just like organized everything so that like you know one, I could be ready for, like, a standard rotation, which I haven't been ready for for a long time. That actually makes me yeah. play standard, actually. And then uh, uh, the other thing is, like, just being able to know where all my stuff is. So I took apart all my decks aside from, like, one deck from each format. And now, like, I, you know, I'm, I'm ready to play Magic. <laughs> I also have one deck. <laughs> I have the Fairies deck, and that's, like, the only thing I've built. Yeah. Um... Yeah, last year the uh, the Legacy Grand Prix being the first week of January kept things a little bit more active through December, but it's still yeah, it's just a little bit of a downtime right now. I mean, I am um, looking forward to going to uh, Grand Prix New York, and I'm not positive that I'm going to play in the main event. So I'll I'll probably at, at the very least on Sunday I'm going to pop in and play and play some Legacy unless I happen to day two a format uh, that I don't play very often. So what is it like? Standard? It's, it's, it's draft. So, I mean, uh, I, or uh, sealed, I should say. Sealed for Ixalan, which I, I, I don't think I've, I, I, you know, I, I have any idea really what's going on there. So I, I might just save my money and play in uh, legacy side events and try playing in like an old school event or something like that. Yeah. I mean, like, I don't know how much a Grand Prix costs to register for, but like, isn't that just like a 90, isn't that just $90 for six packs of Ixalan? 
Yeah, uh, <laughs> like so much money, right? Like, let's let, yeah. let me look real fast. Like Grand Prix, New New York. Uh, it's got to be like yeah, it's got to be like a hundred bucks or something like that. Uh, and yeah. and and like, listen, don't get me wrong. I don't mind spending a hundred dollars to go to a Grand Prix in New York. Uh, if if it's you know like, sure, and you're even getting some product. You know that's that's fine. I think I'm okay <laughs> yeah, with that right. too. Excellent doesn't um, have like masterpieces or anything. Like, legit, it's a hundred dollars. Uh, yeah. So I don't mind that because I don't have to spend money on a hotel. I don't have to drive anywhere. You know, like yeah. no, nothing. That's true. I, I have to take I have to take a a, a lift from uh like Union Square to uh, wherever the heck the New Jersey uh thing is. So honestly. I'm okay with uh with it being in New York and spending a hundred dollars on the main event. I probably won't play in the main event. I'll probably play in side events. Um and that means let's see. Legacy Fanatic package. What's that get me? Uh entry into our six scheduled legacy constructed events. That's a hundred dollars. There are two on Friday, two on Saturday, and two on Sunday. I might take yeah. off on Friday and just like sign up for the Fanatic package and like just go all out and uh play uh play legacy all weekend for a hundred bucks which i think like honestly nate the ev on me playing legacy um at grand prix has, has been pretty good yeah yeah i wish i could say the same well that's that's what i'm thinking for grand prix santa clara which will be like a legacy grand prix the first week of uh of january again because of the team event yeah but they haven't posted the schedule yet they have this they have a thing like you say constructed fanatic which leads me to believe that they're not going to do anything more for um legacy than just the standard four rounders i kind of wish they would run some uh some you know like a longer term though i guess i guess i gotta ask does are there the ptqs like the, the sunday ptqs is that for every format at the grand prix like will uh, there be a legacy ptq with this no no there's gonna be I'm, I'm looking at that right now uh start time is at 9 30 a.m it's format is standard constructed so you know, build a standard deck and show up and try and just ace a Pro Tour qualifier, which I think is well, a fine thing Jersey, to do. That's for New Jersey, right? That's for Jersey, yeah. But I'm, I'm asking, I'm wondering if, if oh. uh, for Santa Clara, which is all well, three formats. I would say no, because like the, the like New York is uh, is sealed and it's standard constructed. So uh, I, I think it's whatever they want. It's just one Pro Tour qualifier. Oh, yeah. I thought I, thought I read somewhere that it was going to be maybe um, that'd be whatever cool. the... That would be cool. That would be like a longer legacy tournament. That would be fun to like try to to play in. Yeah. Because I don't think I'm gonna get a team together. Not that I am, you know, that antisocial. I just don't think I want to try. Yeah, it is. It's just a lot of effort. Um, you know what I what I wonder is what should I play uh, if I'm gonna sign up for this legacy uh, legacy fanatic package? Like, what should I do? Should I play like, uh, you know. Uh, rug or should i should i uh you know try something different you should play eric's rug duck yeah i mean eric's that's what Rugo i've been doing was... for the last for the last uh, couple of tournaments i played and it's it's been phenomenal those, those yeah i think the deck is still pretty so good dumb. yeah yeah and like especially in new york which will be like uh you know sort of uh spiky yeah i'm sure that'll be a it'll be a good area for that that's what i would play if i were you I mean, you know, um, I I always I, I've done quite well with with Infect lately too. So there's always that like draw to like maybe play Infect, but well, if you get six tournaments, you can you can just you know true. bring I both could, decks. Yeah. Um, the nice thing about those two decks too is that like you don't have to expose a ton of cards that you wouldn't that like you know I mean you have like the Tropical Islands right 
mm-hmm. uh, you know, they get shared. And like the only other really expensive card that isn't in rug would be Noble Hierarch. I mean, even Berserk is. Uh, I don't know what what edition Berserks you have actually, so I shouldn't say that. But I have like one uh, of each. One of each what like uh. Like I have an Conspir- unlimited Berserk, and I have like a conspiracy Berserk. <laughs> yeah, it's like it's got your unlimited Berserk, which is gonna make sense. But like at least you can like you know you're really only bringing like ninety cards and not like a hundred or um, hundred and fifty, you know. Yeah. Which is where I was, that's where I've been recently, as I just sort of like, I like having a lot of decks, I like tinkering, but, um, you know, even when I go to the store, I don't want to like just expose a lot of my cards to the outside world. Ooh, Nate, so. uh, on Sunday um, at, at Grand Prix, New Jersey, at 6 p.m., so you know you have to be all about it on Sunday to be, a, to yeah. be there at 6 p.m., 93.94, Constructed. 6 p.m. on Sunday, huh? 6 p.m. on Sunday. I, I, like, when does the second, let's see here. Uh, it looks like Legacy, there's a Legacy double up. Uh, uh, That's his double prizes for, like, a regular four-round tournament. Yeah. So I guess you get free uh, So one... Two. Or not free admission, but you would pay uh, for your admission. Yeah, and so the other legacy event is is at uh, five p.m. So if if I scrub out of that legacy event, I can jump into the ninety three ninety four constructed tournament. Or you could play the other five legacy events. Yeah, it's just, true. Like it's whatever. It's I Sunday honestly night. would rather do that. Like, I man, like playing playing ninety three ninety four at a Grand Prix, uh, and and just like dropping stasis down sounds like such a blast. <laughs> Well, what edition is your stasis? You gotta gotta have like a you know a bunch of unlimited stasis. Well, there unfortunately I don't have a I don't have those, but I do have a bunch of like blacked in like quote unquote beta fourth edition <laughs> uh, stasis. <laughs> I wonder I wonder how wonder what Channel Fireball's ninety three ninety four rules are. Yeah, I that, love I like I like ninety three ninety four because I like looking at the decks. Yeah, but um, I I don't I just can't play it like obviously i'm not it's like yeah. you know you need to have the original cards and you know it's hard enough to just scrape by and get like legacy cards right my, well my deck is almost 100 percent legal minus minus like you know the fake moxes i have in there um yeah for for 93 94 i think i i need to have uh i don't know i think that, like i i'd like to think that this isn't sanctioned and you would be able to use proxies, but like probably not, right? It's a Grand Prix. They probably don't run unsanctioned tournaments at the Grand Prix, right? Yeah, that's a bummer. No idea. Well, that'll be fun at least. When is that tournament? Is that next week? That is the fifteenth. Oh, it's two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Fifteenth. Well, if anyone goes 16, to uh, to uh, Grand Prix, New Jersey, from our listening audience, you know, say hi to Zach. Yeah, look me. He'll look be me playing, up. I'll be wearing. We'll be playing rug and. Uh, and stasis. And uh, <laughs> frantically trying to find a revised stasis. Actually, uh, you know what? If you have revised stasises, bring them. How about that? Yeah, yeah. What else? How does what is what is this? A mono blue deck? You just draw cards. It's it's mono blue with um with white for kismet. It, like it plays it plays like <laughs> four, uh, four tundras and a uh, what's it called? A- and a mox pearl for like your fifth mana source, so that like eventually when you when you play kismet, you just have them in full lockdown. Yeah. Um. You'll you know you'll play like disenchants too because like if you disenchant your stasis at the end of turn, then you can play it untap and play another stasis. Yeah. 
That sounds like well, it doesn't sound like fun, but you it's know. a blast. <laughs> it it's a lot like of fun to play, honestly. Like if if you're a ninety, if you're like a ninety three, ninety four guy, like playing against that deck is is something that like it's sort of a rite of passage. Like yeah, you got to play and, against stasis. Yeah, like you you have to play against stasis, and and a lot of people know how to beat stasis, but like you know things like power sync become really good. You know, yeah, like oh, I'm gonna overpay for power sync and then like disenchant my. Uh, stasis and then untap now that you're tapped out because you like went to you know do something stupid you know you you cast a cast some spell on your turn or something that I, I I decided to counter and make you overpay for is there like a workshop titania song deck in this format there is there is I actually have it uh it, it's it's not good unfortunately it's, it's, it's <laughs> unfortunately. like really bad uh it, it like loses to a, a lot but it's it's like a fun deck to play. Um, unfortunately, like, like it's just not good. Song. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, does that happen? What's that? Um, does that happen? They just disenchant your Titanium, like, move to attack, disenchant. <laughs> yeah, that's what happens. Like, you, I mean, well, the thing is, is, like, it's a stasis, uh, what's it called? Uh, Icy Manipulator deck, or stasis. It's a Winter Orb Icy Manipulator deck, so you lock your opponent uh-huh. down well before you're ever in a situation where you have to worry about them killing your, uh, Tatiana song, or Titania song. Yeah. Um, and, like, Song kills your opponent's moxes. And your moxes, but, yeah. Well, who cares? You've got mana rocks. You've got Felwar Stones, yeah, you've man. you got Felwar Stones? <laughs> <laughs> I've got dark, the Dark Felwar Stones. I have a, I have won the Dark Felwar Stone, actually. I found it somewhere. Yeah, so. I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't make look sure at this that art. was all in. Everyone listening, go, like, everyone go, listening, go look at the dark art for Felwar Stone. It is so, it is perfect. It is, it is. It's like, it looks yeah. like a Sharpie. My one of my favorite things about like oh, like that era of magic is that like the art there was just no art direction like they were just like I don't know you come up with what you think this should look like like <laughs> the look card at natural is selection stone. yeah the like, car is called Felwar Stone all right well here's a stone with like it's like bleeding yeah light. or like you know, the dark look, has awesome art though. look at like natural selection uh Birdman hands you an apple obviously that's that's basically the same thing as ponder but you don't draw a card. <laughs> you know? I use a I use a Tormod's Crypt from the dark when I oh yeah Tormod's that's the way to go deck. for sure yeah. yeah yeah that's 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 how you know you're uh you know you're keeping it classy. Who's the guy? Is it Tucker Drew Tucker that had like the looks like it's like really watercolory art in the dark like just really like abstract. Right. Like he, he probably Tucker. did a lot of the uh, a lot of the goblins. Like the Swamp yeah. Goblin or whatever, Marsh Goblin. Merc Dwellers, he did. Merc Dwellers. And, oh, uh, wow. Okay. Maybe. Like, he had, like, Cave cave Dwellers, too. Uh, he had uh, maybe, like, Brothers of Fire. Angry Mob. Oh, yeah. Which Angry is so Mob abstract is and kind of freaky. I like Angry Mob. Too. Yeah. I'm a big fan of uh, Nameless Race. That that Quentin Hoover piece is, like, one of my all-time favorite, favorite uh, magic cards. It's the only magic card that doesn't have a creature type. It's nameless. That's why it's a nameless race. So, sorry, sorry for getting off our discussion of art in the dark, but I do want to uh, keep. We got to keep it moving here because uh, we don't have much. You know, It'll going be on. our next episode, art from the dark. <laughs> art from the dark. Actually, our next episode will be good segue. Our next episode, we're going to have our friend Brian Anderson from Paragon City Games, who has been sponsoring us from the beginning. They're the a Utah store that I go to. This is where yeah. I go to. Paragon is going to have a legacy festival the week of New Year's Eve, um, where we're going to have a we're going to have an actual legacy 1K here in Utah, which I am really excited to go 0 and 3 in, and just like, 
and then there's going to be a 24-hour stream on New Year's Eve. Um, so Brian's going to come on and talk about it. But you know, Paragon—they've been working so hard, and I've, I know I've mentioned this a bunch of times. And you know, they sponsor us, and that there's good reason for that because they really have been done done such a great job of growing Eternal here in Utah. And one thing they've been doing recently is streaming Magic Online during the day, right? Yeah. So when the Pirate Stomp, the Pirate Stompy deck was, I think, the second or third stream, the one that I had sent them in the middle of the night and then, like, went over the next day and streamed with them. Um, and they, But they've been keeping it up ever since. And uh, yesterday, so uh, I guess, like, Tuesday, you know, Tuesday the 28th or whatever, they went 5-0. 10-0. Uh, this is the first 5-0 for the uh, for the for the channel, I think. With Nick's fit, do you know what Nick's fit is? No, please tell me. So Nick's fit is a is a Nick fit deck, so it's a veteran explorer deck, right? But and it has you know a few green suns, but it really doesn't have any other creatures except for the veteran explorers and academy rectors. And basically, you chain your Academy Rectors using the card Evolutionary Leap, and you just set up a lock of Dovescape and Curse of Deathfold. Okay. And they also have, like, Overwhelming Splendor, which is the one-sided humility from uh, Amonkhet. And then there's another curse from Amonkhet that kills them. So basically... Like, but they they went five zero with it, and uh, I mean it's a cool deck. I mean we'll we'll try and get a, I'll try and make sure that Zach has a link to the deck list it was awesome. reported to Wizard yeah. Wizards, but um, but yeah, just like it was great. It's great to see it. It's funny when you see it in action. Like it is it is. I mean, as long as the opponent's not playing combo, I guess it's pretty uh, it's pretty hard to to work around. The number one thing you can do is is uh, Deathrite Shaman or extract the Academy Rector in response to the exile and search for an enchantment trigger but uh you know people don't ex- necessarily expect a, a academy rector yeah i gotta say that the thing about this deck that makes me laugh though is evolutionary leap do you do you know what that does oh yeah yeah that's, <laughs> a, that's a great card that's from uh origins right yeah so evolutionary leap is one in the green for an enchantment and it's green sacrifice a creature reveal cards from the top of your deck until you reveal a creature card you put it the card into your hand and then I think bottom the rest randomly. Let's see. I actually should have read it before I, um, before I, uh, before I started talking. Uh, yeah, random order. So it's like this sort of weird, terrible survival. But like, if you only are just chaining, like you're chaining Rector, or you just you know accidentally find another Explorer, but then you just get more mana, then you can hard cast all your horrifying enchantments. <laughs> Like you could hard cast a dovescape and you can hard cast a curse of deathhold. Like that's Jeez. all possible. So um, it just yeah, you know, it's I just like seeing decks that uh, that you know use cards that are off the radar. Even though Nick Fit is an established shell, but I mean, you know, it's doing it's been doing very well, right? I mean, two copies in the top twelve of champs. Yeah, is a nice and that, that was like again the sort of Nick Fit combo like deck with scape shift you know was was a big part of that so um i guess watch out for veteran explorer i mean there's there's not a lot of cards or there's not a lot of creatures you play on turn one and then don't mind blocking with right yeah i mean there's not there's not a lot of answers for for uh veteran explorer either which is the thing you know i mean sorts of plowshares is the most important one but stifle is um, another one uh 
Yeah, that's I've, like I've the, stifled my fair share of uh, veteran explorers. In my you've day. stifled my veteran explorers. It never feels yeah. good. You're like, well, that was, I guess, good enough, you know. But like, <laughs> you know, in a deck that plays stifle, you generally don't aren't getting your lands for free anyhow. So it's kind of like, well, okay. Yeah, I, I um, the deck also plays like lingering souls, pernicious deed. It's got some, it's got some good cards in it that sort of uh, keep it afloat against a lot of what's going on and. I just, um, and I was, I was happy for them to, to see them break through such a ridiculous deck, but you know, yeah, it's called Nick fit because I think the original, like tons of enchantments, Nick fit build had Starfield of Nyx. Yeah. Where I think the idea was to recur pernicious deed, clear the board around you. And then eventually you'd have enough enchantments in play to start attacking with your Starfield of Nyx. Yeah. I, I love Starfield of Nyx, man. I, I played that in standard when a uh, demonic pact was like a deck. And we would attack with your demonic pack. That's yeah, so well, yeah, because you know, one, like you might need to kill your demonic pack. So if you make it a creature, you can get rid of it. Um, you know, you can shoot yeah, your you demonic pack with it with yeah. itself, right? Like as your last as a last ditch way to get rid of it. Jeez, that's true because it's uh, it's a, it's a static effect. Yeah. yeah. Jeez, that's pretty funny. So I think yeah, the uh, huh, I just played demonic pact. So anyway, that's why I was saying that Sanguine Bond, Exquisite Blood, like there's a combo you can shoehorn into this yeah, uh, Nixfit deck. <laughs> like I don't know what you would do then. Like maybe you attack just your like, opponent for one with your or gain life explorer. or your yeah. giant armor or Lingering gain Soul. life. Yeah, yeah, gain life and it's over. I I don't think this is good. I mean, um, Dubscape is like a, the, is this like a hellacious beating? Turns every non-creature spell into birds. Isn't there some kind of uh? Like wild growth style enchantment that like gains you a life when it comes into play. There actually is. Yeah. You're right. That'd be so stupid. Ooh, type or it, uh, let's see, type or uh, oh gain. I'm, I'm looking for it on. Uh, it's. I think it's from a uh, Theros block. Let's see. Was animal boneyard? Gift of paradise. That's an Ammon cat. Um. Verdant Haven, you gain two life. Yeah, there you go, Verdant Haven. That's two and a black, but I think you're thinking of yeah, that's got to be it because I think that sounds like a card I, I've seen, and <laughs> confused by probably in some sort of uh, enchantress. Stuff. Like, why did you draft this? <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. It's it's cool to see something like that, and uh, we'll have Brian on to talk more about the what they're planning to do at the Legacy Festival and cool. you know what's going to be on the stream and everything. Um, and. Uh, you know, what I really, you know, during the middle of the day, like they always, I think it's usually starting around uh, 10 or 11 locally here. So if it's one or two o'clock and you're taking a late lunch or something at work, you can always find some legacy streaming on the Paragon yeah, channel. If you're just, or if you're just, you know, like thinking about not doing anything while you're at work, you know? <laughs> yeah. If you're also slagging off, that's the thing you can totally do. I, I, I like to, uh, you know, not, not in the realm of slacking off, but I like to have stuff in the background on playing on YouTube while I'm, uh, while I'm dealing with stuff uh, at work, uh, and it's kind of a nice, nice thing. So having somebody play Legacy, uh, one of the great things about Legacy, if you know the matchup, you kind of know what's going on. If, uh, if the commentators are doing a good job, you can you can just listen and know what's ha- what's happening without having uh, video up. You know, I went to the gym yesterday and tried to watch YouTube. You know, that, that like you know, for some reason everything's connected to the internet. So like the t- treadmills are connected to the internet, or the ellipticals are. Mm-hmm. And I usually try and like watch, you know, some like Andrea Mangucci video or something. 
but it wouldn't play anything. It sucked. <laughs> like, kept saying this video could not be played. I'm like, no, they must have done something. So that now YouTube doesn't work on my uh, on the elliptical at the gym. They're like at the gym. They're like, no nerd, keep running. <laughs> Don't, yeah, nerd, you're, not right. to, you're not allowed to do anything but do 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 picking up and putting down and watching other people pick up and put down. You're not allowed to watch magic here. Well, it's kind of funny, like the fact that it even has YouTube. Like you can watch some crazy shit on YouTube. Like, yeah. <laughs> like while you're working out, like that doesn't seem fair. But well, I guess we'll be back next week. We'll yep. talk about fairies. I think uh, you're playing. Are you playing tomorrow? I am playing tomorrow. I'm gonna. Uh, uh, I've got a. I've got a promise from from Dustin to, and Tim and possibly Charles that they might show up to uh, to Nebulous tomorrow. So, and if you're uh, if you're listening to this a, a day after we do all this, uh, it was cool to play with you at a at Nebulous on Thursday. Right. All right, man. Have a good night. Have a good one. Bye, everybody. Later on. Can you see any more stuff? It's our good. Keep it up with the Joneses. Stop, stop, any more stuff. Can you see any more stuff? It's our good. Keep it up with the Joneses. Keep it up with the Joneses. Keep it up with the Joneses. All right. Where does he get those wonderful toys? <laughs>